Hi there, welcome to the Fierce Marriage hey, Podcast. Everyone. We are happy to be here today and excited to talk about unity in our marriage. I am very happy to be here today. Very happy to be here. I'm Selena, just by the and way. I'm Ryan. <laughs> You're just getting right down to that business. You know that's how I work. You know that's how I work. <laughs> it's uh, true. Selena, by the way, listeners, dear, dear <laughs> listeners, Selena is, she's a business person. She gets down to business. <laughs> She's not a small talk person. I can, anyway. though, when I'm getting to know people, but I feel like we know we know our people here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> More or less. <laughs> so we're talking about unity, even yep. though we're not unified, right? Right, and at how this, this moment. Should go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm really excited about what we're talking about today, because I think sometimes we mistake unity for this common goal that you and I are going towards when God's word, you know, in Ephesians right. 5 says that a husband will leave his mother and his his mother and his wife, his mother and his father, <laughs> and cling to his wife and hold fast to her, and the two shall become one yeah. flesh. So not two people going towards one common goal, but two people being one flesh and one in one being right. in one emotion. And it's huge. Everybody wants unity, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to feel like they are moving forward as one. So yeah, we're going to explore that today. We've also yeah. got some fun uh, a development in our lives that we mm-hmm. want to share with you. It's all good stuff. Um, and we've got a question from a, a listener. Yes, it's some good and a it's, good question today. So we're also going to outline just real quick so people know um, just four rock solid ways that we've discovered to help us um, in in our unity and awesome. deepen our unity, solidify Boy, our unity. I cannot wait to hear about those. I know. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> All right, we'll see you on the other side. Welcome to the Fierce Marriage Podcast, where we believe that marriage takes a fierce tenacity that never gives up and refuses to give in. Here we'll share openly and honestly about all things marriage, sex, communication, finances, priorities, purpose, and everything in between. Laugh, ponder, and join in on candid, gospel-centered conversations. This is Fierce Marriage. All right, so we have not done our heart check in a while, and I really miss that. And for those of you listening, our heart check is three questions. Uh, What book is in your hand? What voice is in your ear? And what is God stirring in your heart? So a book Mm. maybe that you're reading, a voice could be you know, a worship album or a podcast or a, a sermon that you listen to. And then kind of what is God stirring in your heart, I think, is a conglomeration of sort of all of that right now. Yeah. So you Do you go. want me to go for Okay. Do it. <laughs> um, so the book I'm reading actually is The Core by Lee Prince, I think. Anyways, she is the, the person who... She's apparently a rocket scientist, but she is the founder of Classical Conversations, which is a homeschooling kind of curriculum that we are looking at jumping into this next year with our four-and-a-half-year-old. Yeah. And never saw myself doing this. Nobody ever does, right? But you know what? We're kind of going to just walk this path we feel like God's put out in front of us, and we're going to see where it goes, and we walk it humbly. Um, anyways, it's just kind of asking the questions and understanding like her approach of, of why she outlined it the way she did. I'm, I'm really excited about it. I'm taking everything with a grain of salt and just trying to hear God's wisdom throughout the whole thing. Um, the voice that I've been listening to is, um, Hillsong, the wonder album. It's the one that looks like a record, a rainbow record with the earth in the middle. Um, gosh, just blowing my mind all the time. Just listening to the words, the wonder. I feel like it's really been, powerful in terms of just articulating God's 
awe and, and I mean, yeah. not God's awe, my awe for God. <laughs> um, it's been very inspiring. I think it brings me to tears some days. Another th- app that I know I've mentioned before, but seriously for, for people that are just in different spaces at different times or have little kids, um, Voxer has really been a way of ministry for me and like talking to my friends and hearing their voices. Um, you know, cause I can't talk on the phone. I can't talk on the phone. When we have little kids. They just right. always want your attention. And this Voxer thing, man, is, is just the best. So I can connect with friends That's at different awesome. times, listen to them, hear what's going on in their hearts. Um, and then, so what is God doing in, in our hearts or my heart? And I think you would agree, maybe, um, I mean, we might be unified in this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll but see about Philippians that. Philippians 2, uh, 2 through 5 has really been like coming up in our small group, like our community group. It's been coming up in my like women's Bible study. It's been coming up on random things we're reading or podcast things we're listening to of just this theme, these themes of like do not do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit and this is what godly wisdom looks like and it has really just been i feel like pouring over us again and again and there's just new things to to be gleaned from it um it's very refreshing it's very convicting it's very confidence building as well and clarifying so that is me right now what about that's you awesome that's awesome well okay so the book in my hand uh, so i'm actually a really slow reader um, Me we, too. We usually have like four or five books going on at one time. Yeah, when the summertime's hard, and I'm just going to be honest because, <clears throat> like the kids, the, we lo- <laughs> I love hanging out with our girls. They just go to bed so much later because it's so light, and yeah. they get up so much earlier. <laughs> so which it's is like, ironic. Which is like when I, I think read, they just nap hard. And they are, they're not the, you know, they're not the most, I'll put it this way. They're not the most autonomous sleepers. <laughs> so, the, so if they're up, like there's a good chance we're up. Right. Um, or if they're, yeah, if we're up, they're up. <laughs> yeah. And for them to go to sleep, we usually need to be asleep. So reading has been really slow. So I'm still working through the master plan of evangelism. It's so by, good, it's though. by Robert Coleman. And it basically is just talking about Jesus's uh, model for discipleship and establishing God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. Why did Jesus do the, do it the way he did? Mm-hmm. And so he's just bringing some insight and some texture to those, to, you know, to the gospels, the passages there, we see why Jesus is recruiting the disciples and, mm-hmm. and loving them and cultivating that, that relationship with them the way he does. But then he even selects three, you know, out mm-hmm. of the 12 or select few out of the 12. pretty like instructing as well, right? Like it's kind of showing you how and yeah, yeah. The how and the why more. Yeah, and we talked about discipleship a few weeks back, right. I think, in the podcast. And yeah. a lot of that came out of this yeah. book and conversations that arose because of this book. So right. anyway, discipleship's just been on the brain lately. <laughs> as far as the voice in my ear, again, um, <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of nothing new, right? I'm a, I guess I'm a guy of habits, I guess. Yes and no, because you always like to I like to explore new, new things. But like when it comes down to like podcasts. Yeah. And kind of have your safe pastors. Places. <laughs> yeah. I definitely have a, um, I definitely have a, I, I don't know, a rhythm in a different way that, that what I'm comfortable with. So right. I've been listening to, again, knowing faith podcast is, is one by the village church. There's JT English, um, um, something Kyle Worley. And of course the amazing Jen Wilkin yeah, are on there solid. and, uh, just amazing, um, just amazing teaching on what it means to, to, to be, <laughs> to to be molded in the image of Christ. Yeah. Like one of the things Jen Wilkins said in one of their late podcasts, she said, you know, um, she, she, one of the questions that really grates on her and grieves her, I think in a way, and I don't want to put words in her mouth is when people ask her, I don't, I just, I just want to discover God's will for my life. Mm-hmm. Like, what does he want me to do? And mm-hmm. she's saying like, God doesn't, 
his will is clear for you and it doesn't have much to do with what you're doing. It has more with who you're becoming, yeah. right? We're called to be molded into the image of Christ. Right. And, and so that's just been a huge, um, uh, I think revelation, revelation for <laughs> us in that it's not so much what we put our hand to that matters. It's who are we right. becoming? Right. And then what we put our hand to is a result of who we're becoming. Right. So good. And how hard we work is a result of a joy and a gladness that arises from a heart that's being molded and transformed by the gospel, so by good. the work so and person of Christ. And, um, so Love yeah, it. that's, that's been the, the voice in my ear. Nothing really new there. I've been listening to a lot, a lot of really heavy metal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> You heard me up here the other day. I, I was know. working. And it was just, I mean, loud, like heavy metal, you and like it's good. It. That's you. That's just how I grew up, you know. <laughs> I, I like it when I work out. Yeah. It helps me. Uh, helps funny. me lift a little more. I need a little more beat. Yeah, it's it's intense, beat beat. but it's good. And um, I can only hate, I can only take it in short short spurts. But but you go hard. When I do it a does. lot of short spurts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that's, that's the. Anyway, okay, and then what is God stirring in my heart? So actually, you know, if you're listening to this, you guys, thank you so much. You're obviously, you care because we're not just teaching right now, but we're more sharing from our lives. And I think what he's been impressing on us is just to be more transparent with our Fierce Marriage community. Yeah. And we are transparent with like our marriage and our lives. We're not so transparent with how this whole machine works, this Fierce Marriage machine. Yeah. And it is really, we do have a number of people that work for us. Yeah. We, they do our shipping. We sell, we have books that we sell. We right. have ways that this is actually creating income for us. Mm-hmm. And I think what we've discovered is that, you know, book, so everything that we've so I, I'm, we are fully supported by fierce marriage by the grace of God because mm-hmm. people want to buy the books that that we've written, right. and that's great. And but the downside is it's very unpredictable. And book sales, you have to sell a lot of books, <laughs> yeah, and all of them have a very tiny margin, yeah. And so we kind of found that it it may not be sustainable just to do that. And right. I think that's that's a business approach, and we're trying to switch this more to like a ministry approach, right? right. Where we we are committed to one singular goal, and that is pointing couples to Christ. Mm-hmm. And and basically commissioning them for the gospel, mm-hmm. that is our goal. And so we think there's enough work to be done in the church. People that know Jesus and profess to be Christians have enough work to be done on them. I think we're more of a um, not so much an evangelistic ministry. Right. We are a equipping ministry for right. the church, right. right? And we have it's not that we've been like intentional, intentionally like hiding the the machine that is fierce marriage. I think we just kind of like put our heads down and start working on it and well, then don't really think, like acknowledge what's happening around us. Well, and, for me, and, the question is, do and, people care? Is, yeah. Do they want to know? And do they care that, you know, I think it's fun. I mean, I was, like I said, I was, um, I was watching a live, uh, a story on Instagram of journey woman podcast. And I love that she, She's like, we've been on the road and I haven't been in my usual studio, which all of you know, and it pops to a, a, right. a view of her closet because that's where she does it because it's so soundproof. And I'm just like, that is so great. I love that she is doing interviews like that. She's doing big things. So she in like in an like RV small... or no, a no, hotel I or think, what? I think part of it was maybe in a hotel. I don't know if she was, if they were, they were on okay. vacation or something, but then <clears> she <throat> showed her closet and her soundboard and all of that. And I was just like, this is so just raw and good. And I think that... We can definitely, you know, show that side of just like, like demystifying. We're not in some big studio. We're in, I mean, it's, I yeah, and it's I don't think people big. assume that. No, we're I just, anything I love being more... on that journey with her, like, and feeling a part of that and knowing that. Yeah. So part of us, 
kind of feeling like that again, this is what God's stirring in, right, in my heart. Right. And you and I have had a lot of conversations <laughs> Sorry, about this. Taking over your, your no, heart I'm strain. just, I'm trying to bring, <laughs> bring it back around in that it's trying to find a way to, to partner more yeah. with our listeners and with yeah. our readers yeah. in a way that is gospel centric, not product centric, right. not, Hey, we're exchanging goods and services, right. But we're exchanging what, what we're all partnering in, in this common goal. Right. So the way we figured that out is we're going to use Patreon. Yeah. And Patreon, if you know what it is, then you can ignore this part. But if you don't know what it is, basically it's a way for creators like us to connect directly with our readers and our listeners mm-hmm. to get support directly from them. And right. so we've created these tiers. So if you want to if you want to learn more, you can just go to fiercemarriage.com/partner. And that'll take you to the Patreon page. But there's these tiers. They start at $2 a month and all the way up to like sponsor level, which is a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically you get just access to a stream of content that we're going to create there. Mm-hmm. And it's more along the lines of how we do what we do, right? Mm-hmm. So with the intent of helping equip people that are also passionate about writing, maybe mm-hmm. passionate about blogging or podcasting. Yeah, we get a lot of those inquiries. Yeah, and so we can share kind of, okay, how did we get an agent? How right. did we get... A, a literary agent. How did we write our first book proposal? How right. long did that take? And we can share. We're actually writing a book right now. Right. What does that process? We just look finished like? the outline yesterday, yeah. and that's been a really strenuous process because it's we've had disagreement on it. We mm-hmm. felt like we didn't know where we. And so we're going to bounce a lot of those ideas off of the the people there. Right. We have a pretty aggressive goal. We'd like to have a thousand patrons. Yeah. By the end of the year. Yeah. At you know and so. Um, and again, um, this is not supposed to be a long pitch, but this is becoming a pitch. So I apologize. <laughs> but essentially what we need to do is every time we do a podcast, we have to, yeah. ha- we have to have someone come take care of the kids. Cause we're both here. <laughs> Cause we're both here. So, and we'd have a great friend that we trust yes. and, and she, we pay her to do that. Yep. Um, but there's a cost there. It right. also takes hours to edit these things and to get them posted. And right. I'd love to, I'd love to do transcripts of the podcast. Right. We haven't done those so yet because it's expensive. Yeah, so many it's many really expensive to do transcripts. We also want to do interviews, which right. we need, which means means we need to have somebody to help coordinate that because right. it's just it takes a lot to coordinate um times yeah. and interviews time and places and, and yep and so we um we just want to kind of blow this thing out a little bit and so we have big big goals right. and we think this is the way to do it and all of it comes it's biblical right, right. it comes from philippians 4 right yep philippians 4 philippians 4 where, where paul is basically talking to Verse the people 10, in, yeah. in, in philippi where he's saying hey in the matter of giving receivers in, in the matter of giving and receiving um you've been You've sent me, you've sent me aid more than once in my Mm. time of need. Mm -hmm. Right. And so he's basically just saying like, we don't, I don't, I'm not desperate for your help. However, Mm -hmm. he's saying, this is the way, like, this is how it should work. It's really good. I think it's worth reading. Um, I think (laughs) verse 11, I can read it if you want. I'm not saying this because I'm in need for, I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Yet it was good of you to share in my troubles. Moreover, as you Philippians know, in the early days of your acquaintance with the gospel, when I set out from Macedonia, not one church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving except you only. For even when I was in Thessalonica, I... You sent me aid more than once when I was in need. Not that I desire your gifts. What I desire is that more be credited to your account. I have received full payment and have more than enough. I'm amply supplied now that I've received from, I can't say Epaphroditus. It. Thank you. The, <laughs> the gifts, gifts you sent. <laughs> so they are a fragrant offering and acceptable sacrifice pleasing to God. Mm-hmm. So he's just saying like, he's and just my thankful. God will meet all yeah. your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ. And so we're, I just, I want to add to that. We're not yeah. coming necessarily from this desperate place of need like we can't 
pay our bills. We are coming. God is good. Last is, month we, yes. we broke even like on the dot. Right. Uh, we it, and I'm going to just interject. It takes a lot of 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 juice to get, and I, by juice I mean cash, <laughs> to get the books in front of enough people. Yeah. And uh, and then you have to sell a lot of books, and, yeah. and there's a lot of variables there, and you have to every once in a while, every every three <clears> months, <throat> we have to buy another twenty thousand books, right. and, and it's just craziness. Yeah. And so there's these really, it's it's we're trying to build a a business anyway. This I think what Paul is saying is saying. No, we don't, none of that is what gets us going. None right. of that is like, we don't want to just move. Just we we want to partner with yeah. people in the work of Christ. Yeah. We are small cogs in this amazing machine mm-hmm. and the, and the machine being the gospel, God's work. Yes. He is the hero. Yeah. God is the, the architect. Yeah. And we just get to play a small role and mm-hmm. just be awash mm-hmm. in the, in the tide of his yeah. grace. Yeah. Right. And taken away and just be a part of it. So anyway, that was a long Hopefully explanation. No, it's good because we wanted to talk about yeah. it anyways. And I think that it has been obviously stirring in your heart. And we've talked about it the yeah. last couple weeks or months or whatever. And it's, so I think it's yeah. perfectly fine. And I've been praying. I did a prayer thing yesterday and I was just praying like, what's the best way to go about this? Right. And I think really it's just, we want to. I think if people, people know us. They know they've heard us yeah. enough to know yeah. where we're coming from and why we're kind of taking this step and giving and it, again, I'd go giving into, it a go. And the reason we're, we don't do advertising and things like that is because I think all those, all those are lower than this way. Mm-hmm. I think partnering directly with our right. gospel-centered marriages and couples who have right. benefited from our ministry right. and also are passionate about seeing it go further right. um, and being a part of it in that way, I think is the way to go. So fiercemarriage.com slash partner. Awesome. That was, thank you for listening to that. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll continue to talk about it in a lot less words well, in the future. Yes. And you and I are in unity on that one. <laughs> Just jumping yeah. in here. You and I have definitely been in unity and you are so great as a husband, just leading that charge, um, and doing kind of all the legwork and, you know, putting it together. And then we kind of come together on it and talk about it. Right. And I'm so grateful for that. But, you know, that's kind of one of that's I honestly that I feel like falls into, one of the four rock solid ways of how we, you know, jump into this thing called unity. So it's not, it's not a question. I mean, you and I have talked about it. It's not a question of, you know, is there unity in your marriage, but what, how can you increase your unity yeah, together? Well, well, I think it is a question of, is there unity? Because, well, yes. I mean, on the tr- true unity, right? Right. So there's a lot of, um, a lot of couples, everybody wants it. Everybody wants unity. Everybody wants to feel like they're close. They're acting as one. Everybody wants to feel like they're together with their spouse. Right. And uh, they just don't know where to go or they feel like, you know, they're missing it on some right. on some level. Right. And we're saying like, okay, if you want to start building unity right now today, yeah. here are four things that we found that when we feel divided, right. that we are, um, we, fi- we find unity in these areas. And mm-hmm. we'll go through these quickly because we do want to get to a question yeah. um, that a reader has posed, which is kind of along these lines. Yeah. It's a very sensitive question. Mm-hmm. Um, very powerful, I think, struggle that they're going through. And I think right. it'll help other listeners. Yeah. Um, so the first one, the first way that we build unity is we, and this, this might sound obvious, but let's hear us out. Trust God together. Yeah. And yep. what, so what do we mean by that? Right. So some questions, you know, how are you trusting God in your daily life and with your future? You know, how are we trusting God with our past. I mean, I feel like the enemy's so quick to throw our past right. in our, into our, you know, trying to take us down, trying to ambush us. Right. As soon as you have a strong moment, Absolutely. you think, oh, you know, he, he reminds you of a failure that you've had. Right. So are we trusting God to 
to heal and to reconcile those past offenses, right. whatever they are, to right. repair right. what the brokenness that was there? Right. Are we trusting his word right. together daily? So how does that look for us? So I, I think it's one thing to have our own, we, you know, it's very important we have an individual relationship with, mm-hmm. with God. He is our individual saviors, mm-hmm. but as a couple, we can trust him together and mm-hmm. where we're headed, right? And remember we said earlier, it's not so much about what you do, but who you're becoming. Mm-hmm. So when you're trusting God and allowing him to mold you and mm-hmm. to, to um, allowing every circumstance to be a chance to rejoice mm-hmm. in him, that's a new level of trust. That's a new right. opportunity to trust him. So right. this, uh, just to be honest, this whole Patreon thing right. is, kind of is trust us trusting us God together. together. Yes. Now, like Selena said, God has been good. He's been faithful. We've learned over the last 15 years of being married that, that he will always take care of our needs. Right. right. He will always take care of our needs. And for us, the level of trust is not we're trusting him to make our meet our we're still trusting him to meet our needs through this right but also we're trusting him to um to en- enact uh a movement through right. this right people right. that care about so that's one way we're trusting god together right. so right um maybe with the kids too we can trust god yeah. together with the kids <laughs> yes trusting god to, together to with mold the kids. them and his into his likeness and to use us to to, to call them to him right? right we're still waiting for the time when our daughters come to us and say I want Jesus to be my Lord and Savior. Right. Which I think Adela has, but I think that she's still right. like learning and understanding, like we all are, what that means. And I so, think, yeah, she knows the words to say what we're trying. I'm, I'm waiting for it to click in her heart. Yeah. Yeah. In a way. And not that I don't believe her, but I just, I'm waiting for that, that light bulb to go on. Yeah. And she's just a little too young. She's a very curious soul about Jesus. Though. She's learning yeah. about his word as is Emmy. And then there's Clementine. She <sighs> fire nice that girl. <laughs> love her. And I definitely need to trust God with her on some things. Yes. She, God is good. Woo. God is good. And he's it's interesting to see different sides of God and his image in these little and ourselves through our kids. They're just little mirrors. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> trusting God together. So asking a question, you know, how are we trusting him together? How are we not trusting him together? Um, are there mm. things that I'm struggling with trusting God on about you or about myself and how can we walk through that together? Yeah. And it and, could be very, very real, like down to earth where you're at today. Yeah. Like if you're trusting God with a pregnancy mm-hmm. or you're trying to get pregnant or mm-hmm. you've had some sort of loss or you've or financial you're, struggles, yeah, like there's that, but things. there's also trusting God with where you're headed. Right. 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 It's God calling you to something as a couple, whether it's involvement in your church or some sort of larger mission. Yeah. Right? Or just calling you into clo- into better unity. Maybe you're married, but you're feeling like I'm kind of over being married to them right now. And this is just mm. really hard. So you're trusting God with your marriage. Right. <laughs> yeah. That, right. It's, that it's his design is the, and, is the healthiest way. And the, the second, which I think is very strategic of you because you did write this, the second way... Uh, that we build unity in our marriage, which just seems very natural from trusting is the way you're starting to trust is be, is having honest conversations with each other. And yes, again, this sounds obvious, but when you really think about it and add some texture, you'd be surprised how often, like we talk to couples that they just don't have honest conversations. They, it's so easy to kind of hide behind the busyness of life. It's easy to just drown out, you know, the real problems or just kind of, um, wash over gloss over them i think dismiss right. them i think we have honest words quote unquote right. like we listen to honest words yeah. but we don't but we don't actually listen with honesty right we're not actually internalizing what someone's involved. saying yeah. yeah yeah and that i think is key when you come to me and i think the question that we'll bring up later plays on this right mm-hmm. so listening honestly listening to what your heart is saying mm-hmm. like as, as your husband i need to know 
I need to I need to be able to empathize with you right. and think through right. how it's making you feel, not just the words you're saying, but right. honestly thinking about what you're meaning by that. And that right. doesn't mean you read into everything. You need no. to have discernment. Right. But so many times that we have honest quote unquote conversations, right. but you're not actually you're not reconciling and you're not internalizing it and there's not like a real truth that is being gained from it and i feel like real conversations require some sort of death to a part of like your pride yeah Yeah, yourself or your whatever you think is the right way or whatever so and a softness of heart right and it's it's taking ownership of things which is i don't like doing i'm not very good at that (laughs) um so yeah and part so i guess the next part you want to go on to number three yeah, so uh, I'll recap real quick. The mm-hmm. first one is trust God together. The second one is have honest conversations. Mm-hmm. And the third one that we've discovered and uh, how we build honesty or build trust, right? Unity, sorry. How we build unity. <laughs> there it is. Is we, uh, we build our build our friendship. Yeah. So you can't have, like, it's really hard to have trust without friendship. Right, right. It's really hard to have unity without trust. Right. Right. And so building your friendship is simple. It, right. it it really, it, I mean, it's in, in principle, it's simple right. in that you need to go have fun, get out, get right. out of your norm, like enjoy each other, laugh, do things together, um, build and remember your friendship. It, and it, it definitely takes intentionality, but go ahead. Right. And I don't think, I think that, you know, if you're walking through a hard season of your marriage and you're like, man, I just feel like we need to figure this out before we have fun. I feel like that's kind of my tendency is like, oh, we need to figure this out before we go have fun. But figuring it out may not be what is happening right now. This may be a longer sanctification process. The struggle might be longer Mm -hmm. than we want. The storm might be a bit longer than we want. And some of it may just be out of our control. Um, And we have to remember and trust God that like he storms are not out of his control. They're not an unknown. Like he's not like, whoops, you know, he doesn't (laughs) have, (laughs) yeah, he doesn't have those. And so trusting that God is still at work, even if you're like, okay, we need to just set, these emotions, these feelings, these struggles and circumstances aside. And let's just, let's go on a date and let's mm. go laugh at a movie and let's just keep things light to just kind of breathe, you know? And I think take that's a key breath. is that you can kind of, uh, it, you're a Wayne's world whenever they're playing, <laughs> they're playing hockey out in the street and they say, car, car and they'd all move <laughs> and they move everything off the street right. and they say, game on. And yeah. they'd all go the flood back into the street. Right. I, I think, think in marriage you have yes, those moments where you you're have, like, Hey, car, I get it. Yeah. yeah. Car. Let's just, let's just let this happen. Yeah. We're not going anywhere. We're going to finish doing what we're doing. Right. We're going to get through this. Right. But you just take a little pause. Yeah. A little break. Right. I think that's really, that's really it's wise healthy. to do yeah. that. Yeah. And healthy. And building your friendship. I mean, there's just nothing. I think you and I, the, some of our best moments have just been laughing together, driving, doing nothing, kind of just experiencing. Just being goofballs. Yeah. Just, and just. Nobody ha- else would think it was fun. No. No. Everybody would be like, these are such are such idiots weirdos. <laughs> weirdos. <laughs> but we're laughing our heads off because right. we're just being friends and right. goofy and no, right. one, no one else needs to be involved right right so build your friendship that's the third one mm-hmm. and the fourth one uh, serve others together so good so you'd be amazed how few couples actually serve others together mm-hmm. right we get so and busy with life we get so busy with right jobs I was kids say, what does this look like jobs kids ambition <laughs> mowing your lawn <laughs> Like doing the laundry, getting the groceries. Like we get so involved with the day to day monotony of life. Some of it's good. Margin is so important to be able to have these opportunities to serve each other, serve your community, your neighbors. And it doesn't have to be this big, long, drawn out like service of something. 
Sometimes it's just knowing your neighbor had a baby and you're taking them a meal or maybe yeah. it's... And you involve you involve your spouse in that or you involve your kids in that. Right. Or, the, you yeah. know, your neighbor's going on vacation and saying, hey, how, what can we do while you're gone? We'll, you know, we'll keep an eye out. Can we take your garbage? You know, just being available, I think, to people yeah. um, in, in, a, in a way that you can, in a capacity. That's why margin is so important. Um, and, you know, on a bigger scale of, of serving in church together and how can we love couples... Um, you know, in our community group, right? There's yeah. just other people that we can, your hair looks amazing. <laughs> I'm sorry. We need to post a picture of that. <laughs> um, <laughs> very distracting. I was thinking and running my fingers through my hair <laughs> and it happened to stand straight up in the, <laughs> um, um, that's good. Cause I think, purpose uh, in, in your marriage, well, serving be... others really requires you to think outside of yourselves right. and, when so C.S. I've said this quote before, but C.S. Lewis said like friends are basically people who are standing side by side, journeying toward the same horizon. Yeah. Right. You don't actually. He one of the things he says is the person who goes to somebody and says, "I want you as my friend." They almost will never get that because a friendship is developed because you're journeying together. Right. In something. Right. And it's so never. Good. You're always. You're. You have something in common that's greater than yourselves. You. You, you know what I mean? Yep. You're not just an end. You're not a means to an end. You're, well, you're not an end in itself. You're you're not a means to an end either, but you are you're just journeying towards something much bigger. Right. I love it. Right. So serving each other has a way of getting you outside of that. And the, but the key is really having your your um your ears perked up to right. those opportunities. Right. And having the margin to be able to do so. Yeah. So one of the okay, I'll just use some examples from okay. our life. So you t- mentioned bringing a meal to our neighbor who mm-hmm. just had a had a baby, or to a friend who had just had a baby. That's great. Or just bringing meals to people that are having some some hard yeah, stuff or going hardship, on in life, or they they're just, just busy they just need or sickness. Food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, or even around the holidays, doing gifts. We, you, well, I remember one year we did like all these different Christmas cookie things and put these nice jars together and, <laughs> and took those to our neighbors. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, I don't even know. It's like a great way to introduce yourself yeah. to somebody because all of a sudden they feel like not in a manipulative way, but right. they feel kind of like indebted to you in that they need to give you the time of day or just say hello or, or wave just say at hello. you when you yeah. see and we each have, other. We have neighbors on one side. I've tried to knock on their house probably six times yeah, knock on, on their, their door. door and they have, they just, I know they're there Yeah, and they just they never wave. Me. They just ignore us, which is fine. We'll get them. And We've I wave here at about them. two years. Yeah, I know. And they're just like, Ugh. it's kind of funny if you go around, like if you will go, is it clockwise around? So the neighbors to our right, don't talk to us. And, at and all. don't acknowledge us at all. They just are there. The neighbors right across the street, they'll wave at us, but they don't really like they talk, don't talk too much. Yeah. yeah, they're kind of all business. The neighbors kitty corners to the test have two girls, like where the first introduced themselves, brought us cookies, like super great. Like we love them. They're basically they the come same over, stage of life yes, as us. They have, we have our campfire in the back. And then the neighbors to our left are kind of like empty nesters, but they're just super friendly. So great. And they, you know, talk about. He lets me borrow his tools. He lets and all you borrow. Yeah, he's like the adopted grandfather. He's like my uncle. Father, I wish I your had. Uncle, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so just you know, doing things like that, serving together, knowing your community, and knowing those needs of your community yeah. is important. I think, and it it really again brings you outside of yourselves. It unifies you because you're doing it together, and you get mm-hmm. to experience it together. Um, yeah, and so, make that a consistent part of your your yeah, life just, rhythm. Yes. Of course, with anything, you can go too far overboard. You don't want to over... Don't scare your neighbors. Don't be well, a weirdo. And you don't want to overcommit, right? So a lot of a lot of couples... Church can be damaging if you're doing it right. too many hours out of the week or too Learn many weeks out one. of the month. Yeah. We've learned that the hard way. <laughs> I've been there and done that. that. There's just... Yeah. Remember, there's margins. Very important. Right. Okay. So I think our couple's challenge would be doing these four things. Building your unity. Trusting God together. 
asking him how you can trust him or are you trusting him? Yeah. As a couple, as a couple, the second one is having honest conversations. Mm -hmm. Now, again, the key here is transparency, both in how you speak, but also how you listen Yeah, and really trying to empathize with each other and really getting down to the heart Mm -hmm. and, and giving yourselves margin and time to, to get the, to make that happen. Right. Uh, the third one is building your friendship. In other words, just get out and have fun. Just Mm -hmm. remember that like you, you were friends long before you were married. Friends before you were lovers. <laughs> Friends before you were lovers. <laughs> Hello, lover. Uh, don't go. I don't like that one. <laughs> um, SNL no fans can appreciate no bacon. that. <laughs> no, it's it's baked. It was a ham. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, really obscure reference. Once again, uh, our, our weirdness comes out. And then out. The, <laughs> I, one of my, by the way, I take a lot of pride in being able to gross Selena out. He does. I say really like off-putting things <laughs> and she's just like just like why are you so gross <laughs> in a in an endearing way it's really endearing <laughs> i'm talking about grease like ham grease ham it, they're never gonna get that they're never gonna get oh. that maybe they will right in if you get that <laughs> <laughs> what's the fourth one Getting an off track. the fourth one is serving others together yes okay so we have a question mm-hmm. a question from a from a listener and it's a bit sensitive yeah, I mean, nature. you may not all find yourselves exactly in this position, but I think that we, what we can glean from it um, is something, there's a lot of things that we can all kind of take something from. <laughs> Good thing you're on a there's, podcast. There's lots of things to learn. <laughs> learn the things. I'm sorry. She said, my husband, 35 years old, they've been 13 years married as a youth pastor and has had a female intern for the last two years. We've never had this problem before, but I'm highly uncomfortable with the level of comfortability and chemistry their relationship contains. I brought it to him sometimes, well, sometimes not, since she began the internship and he will not listen. I have no idea where to go from here and cannot say anything without him shutting down. His heart is so hard towards me and it is affecting every area of our life and marriage. Any advice? So this actually, we're going to keep this anonymous because uh, I'm not sure if this, if this person wants us to share their name, but okay. So what, what do you think? Um, well, I think, you know, she said she's brought it to him. I think one of the first things we would do is, is have an intentional, like, Hey, can we have an intentional time and talk about this? Have some space, have some margin. Let's right. I need- so to recap on the situation, cause I was thinking about the thing. So th- they're. He, so he's a youth pastor. He has right. an intern for two years. Right. They're apparently really good friends and it shows. Right. right. This concerns her. Yes. She's brought it up to him. And apparently they've had female interns in the past that ha- that has been fine because she said we've, we've, this right. is not. So there's no evidence of right. foul play, nope. infidelity, nope. inappropriateness. Nope. She's feeling. But she just feels uncomfortable and is right. having a hard time expressing that in a way right. that he hears her. Right. So first thing we would gotcha. say is have a conversation with each other. And that conversation, I, I, you know, from the wife's side, definitely has to be honest and humble because um, you don't want to, I don't, you don't want to feel ambushed as a guy and I'm not policing you and, you know, trying to like cut you down of like, you don't know how to deal with this. Yeah. yeah it's more of a and, like, okay. But it's hard to say that because a lot of times this will come up in, it'll come in across opportune like times. That. Right, right. So not just the conversation, but setting the stage for the conversation right, and right. saying, hey, can we go out and get coffee today? Yeah. For an hour. I want to sit down and have coffee with you for an hour. Can we do that today or this week sometime? Yeah. And then bringing it up because obviously he knows it's a concern already. Right. Right. But but really coming at it from a... From an a, intentional a, conversation. In a humble, in a like, humble way. Need, in a loving way. Please hear me. This is just a concern that I have. Right. I love you because I, I want to... I'm concerned that it might create a riff in our marriage 
and a problem in our marriage right. or maybe even a, uh, it might be right. a fracture in your integrity. This is not just the appearances. A, yeah, this is not just a wife yeah. like, oh, no, you're not like having time with her or acting like it's not that kind yeah. of spirit at all. It's coming from, again, that that level of humility in order to have reconciliation. And it comes from a deep love for your husband, not wanting him to be. Yeah. And so you have to make sure that comes across. That. Right. Right. So the first thing is have that conversation, talk about that, talk like that, you know, operate in humility. And then the second thing, which I thought you brought up is, um, you know, if it's still not well received, then going, going to an elder in the church. Yeah. Again, you don't want him These to feel ambushed kind of steps. Yeah. You don't want him to feel like, uh, you know, everybody's got it out for him. Right. Um, but if, but, this would but if, he's if he's not, not listening, listening, right. Uh, that's, I think one of the, the most loving things you can do for him in that situation. Now yeah. it's not a tattletale thing. It's not a, you would bring it, bring it to somebody that you know, that he, that knows him and trusts right. him, bring your concern and do it. Not just a girl talking to a man, right. a, a woman talking to a man. I would say somehow inc- involve the, the entire couple right? Absolutely. in your concern and, um, and make it more about relationship, more about loving them well. Now mm-hmm. here's a sidebar. In my experience, if you feel like something's inappropriate, something usually is, <laughs> just right. to be blunt. Right. And if you feel like there's some, there's a, a certain level of familiarity that doesn't seem right, right, like what you're seeing is most likely just, just a hint of what's actually there. Right. And, um, and, and I'm not trying to say or make, raise any undue suspicions. I'm just saying in my experience, mm-hmm. that has been the case that usually the front that you see is going to be just a it's going to be the tip of the iceberg. Right. And so that's why I, I believe this isn't something you just say, I, we're not going to say, just get over it. We're going no, to say like something is a, prompting in you. Right. And that is not for, that is, unless you're a really, and you would have to know this, unless you're really prone to suspicion, right. paranoia and insecurity in <laughs> right, this area. Right. Um, and you'd have to take an honest assessment of yourself and, right. and get some friends to help you see that blind spot. Right. But, I just, I, that's why I would say don't sweep this under the carpet because right. there's so much more through, at stake than a little bit of like an annoying right. like, call and, out. And walk through yeah. the steps of having a conversation because it may end there. It, he may come to the table and say, I'm sorry that maybe, yeah. you know, God may soften his heart and, and he may come. I'm sorry that like you felt this way. It was never my intention. Like yeah. as a man, I mean, you would answer for this. Like we've had these moments of where I'm like, I feel like. You're a little too buddy buddy or whatever. I am uncomfortable with this, yeah. the way you're acting, and your priority. I'm your priority. I don't mean to say that like, hey, but well, it's true though, and right. I told you that between. And so that every other relationship is on the chopping block, right? And without doubt, right? So, but the thing is, I got to talk with you through that because mm-hmm. you know other relationships are valuable for other reasons, right? right? And so right. you wouldn't just not know any other right. women, right? So I want to be clear, like this this husband, you know, he's innocent. Until proven guilty, right. right? He's not, don't indict him. Right. Don't make, don't act like he's already sinned against you, mm-hmm. but really go at it from a, from an angle of, Hey, I love you. This makes you uncomfortable. This is stirring in me something right. that I don't like. And we need to, we need to work through it together. Right. And maybe, maybe it is just me as a wife. You can say that you can say, maybe it's just me having some insecure feelings, mm-hmm. but can you help me through this? Like, can we, yeah. can we walk through this together? And I think that's the important thing. It's not just, Hey, go figure it out wife yeah. or husband it's we really need to do this together 
And there's um, a lot of scripture that goes, that is underlying, mm-hmm. kind of undergirding what we're saying here. James talks a lot about like confronting sin mm-hmm. and, and out of a spirit of love, like a right. brother, like a loving rebuke right. is one of the most loving things you can do to somebody. Right. And the key is loving, right? Not just a right. rebuke, not just a, Hey, pointing out and suspicion and right. accusing, but seeing kind of the, the writing on the wall right. that there could be a problem here and we right. need to, let's let's bring it out let's talk through it let and it of course and he needs out. to be honest and all right. that needs to happen as well right um so yeah yeah it's hard when you you know we're not in the situation but perceive you know how we perceive things and yeah he may not see anything he may be like there's nothing here why are you worried about it and she may be perceiving that as like he's hard towards me and so there's a lot of stuff to kind of sift through and being as a husband it's listening. sometimes the inclination of a husband to, to be very dismissive mm-hmm. of of things that you, you can get defensive because right. it's like what you're assuming that i'm cheating on you now and right. so you get really defensive and you're like that is garbage i can't believe right. you would think that this is where humility your feelings and are totally yeah. unfounded and how dare right. you make me feel that way right so he's gonna which then rises suspicion in the wife yeah so right. she's like why is he so defensive right, right now when really he's just like being dismissive of how she feels so right. i think as a husband if you're a husband listening to this if this ever happens to you like try to identify with your wife and like identify with how she's feeling, right. empathize with her and think, okay, maybe, maybe she, maybe she's not right. crazy in feeling this way. Right. Or how can I, how, how can, can I, I change my behavior or any things? Yeah. And can, what can I do to help show her that this is, that I'm committed to her and that, right. I mean, it may be how something small. How can I show you that it I love maybe, you yeah. more than any other woman right. in this moment? Right. How can I make that crystal clear to you? Right. And and just be willing to go to the nth degree yeah, to do that. That's good. Um, and again, fighting for your marriage because you know what? Your marriage is going to be here till you die. Yeah. But God willing, and he does will it, <laughs> um, your marriage, you'll be with your wife and this right. other person will come and go. Yeah. Right. right. Um, but you guys are, are there till death do you part. So right. anyway, we hope this has encouraged you. If you have any questions, yeah. uh, we, we realized that we the form yes. on our site was not working. I don't know why, but we figured out a workaround on it. So, yeah, to ask questions, you can do that anytime. You can either call or text this number. Texts are great, by the way. Right. We love those. It's uh, it's 971-333-1120. Mm-hmm. That number, you, again, you can call it or text it. It's 971-333-1120. Um, that's, you can ask any question you want there. The other way you can ask is you go to our website, go to fiercemarriage.com slash podcast. Mm-hmm. And there's an orange button there um, to ask a question. And of course, you can find all the other resources for our podcast right there. Um, and so on and so forth. But we love getting your questions. It helps us keep a pulse on, on, yeah. on what we need to talk about. Right. So please feel free to do that. Um, also, uh, I will ask, <laughs> we have two, two ways that you can support this podcast <laughs> now. The first way is if you've enjoyed it, you've got something out of it. Um, we'd be honored and humbled if you would leave a, a review and a rating mm-hmm. in your, in iTunes or your podcast app of choice. Um, that is the currency of the internet. People, um, it really helps people realize what they're getting into, yeah. what they uh, will get out of this. Um, and also it really encourages us to be honest, mm-hmm. to, to hear does. your thoughts yeah. and if you've enjoyed this and if it's helped you. Um, the second way you can support it, we talked about it at length earlier, is um, to actually partner with us. Mm-hmm. And we have different partner tiers. We, we use Patreon for that. You go to fiercemarriage.com slash partner. starts at $2 a month and it goes on up from there. But it's basically just our way of, of locking arms with you. Um, certainly no obligation. This will keep being free. All this stuff will keep being what it is, Mm -hmm. but we just feel this prompting, like we need to really partner and lock arms with church, with the the global church, the people that are listening to this and reading our Mm -hmm. stuff, um, to really see this go to the next level. And 
what that looks like is really exciting. We talk about that on the Patreon page. Yeah. Um, we talk about events, different things we have for men and for women that, that we could, we'd love to plan. Um, we also talk about maybe um, an app or e-courses, and, and we talk about all the book stuff that we're working on. Yeah. So we have lots of ideas, but we just need more, I think, more help. Yeah. We don't need more sure. time because I think we're tapped more, for time. More hands, yeah. But we need, need more hands on deck. So yeah. anyway, uh, again, we hope this we hope this has blessed you. Yeah, and um, yeah. I guess I can close this in prayer, but before we do that, next week, I think since it's, well, I Are think... Are you going to write this down? Because yes, we, we always forget. No, this <laughs> one's going to be easy because it doesn't ask us anything. Because okay. we've done, we did one in the spring. I think we did one around like March or April, and then it is now... July. It's <laughs> so are we going to do it on Facebook or Instagram or that's how we've done it in the past? Um, yeah. Or I was, we can ask the questions. Yeah, we could do, we can try to do both. Didn't we do both last time? Yeah. Well, we'll figure that out. Okay. Because you can't really do a podcast live. It has to, all the questions have to come in before we're able to well, record Well, that's what it. I was saying. Maybe write in your questions this next week and we will get them and we'll answer them. Ah. You can ask us anything. You can ask about our lives personally, our marriage personally, or you can ask... Uh, what our thoughts are on different subjects. Um, you can ask where we stand maybe on different subjects. Uh, what books we're reading, what books, well, we already share that, but. <laughs> yeah, or you can ask how. Favorite activities or anything why. Anything about the platform in yeah. terms of writing and all that, if you're yeah. curious about that. Yeah. We're open books, really, whatever you want to hear. If yeah. we have something to share, we're happy to share it. You're so punny. We don't have any, <laughs> we don't have any sort of like secrets that, <laughs> that we're like holding on to. No. So anyway, Selena, why don't you pray us out, and okay. then um, and then I think we'll call it. God, thank you so much uh, for being a unified God. You're three in one, and I pray mm. that you would help us and guide us and lead us and infuse our marriage with unity, God, and help us to understand what that means. Mm-hmm. Give us clarity on how to have those hard conversations, how to trust you together, God, how to serve together. And how to be friends, God, and what that looks like mm. according to your word and your spirit, God. Thank you so much for all of these listeners. I pray for their marriages, wherever struggles and storms they find themselves in. I pray that you would be their hope. You would be their anchor. And we are so grateful for this time to be able to talk about you, talk about you in the context of marriage. And we get to know you better, God, through studying your word and just speaking together and sharing. Mm. You're so good and gracious to us, Lord. We love you yeah. in your name. Amen. 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 This has been a, a fun episode. Thank you again for listening. Mm-hmm. We just cherish your listenership. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is just such a, an amazing, um, I'm just thankful that God has allowed us to talk in these microphones and people actually hear what we have to say. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So anyway, we look forward to next week. Yep. Um, like, like Selena said, we're going to do an ask us anything type deal. So make sure yep. our forms are ready. Get on to fiercemarriage.com <laughs> slash podcast or and text, ask yeah. those questions yep. or text those in three, three, three or nine, seven, one, three, 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 1120. Anyway, right. we will see you in about seven days. This episode is in the can. All right, friends, stay fierce. I thought you're going to forget. <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Fierce Marriage Podcast. For more resources for your marriage, please visit FierceMarriage.com or you can find us with our handle at Fierce Marriage on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you so much for listening. We hope it's blessed you. Take care.